Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. Listen, I'm coming to you today. We're going to bust out a teaching. I was just feeling excited and wanted to give back and walk you guys through a topic that I think is super, super crucial, which is going to be the topic of nutrition. And you could give me a little hand raise, thumb up uh, in the chat bar and in the comment section if you know you need to do something about fixing nutrition. So let's make these things simple and let me know if it would be a good idea to break things down today. I got three potential topics out of our new cookbook slash nutrition book that I'm super pumped for um, that I'm going to be teaching straight out of there and fixing your bad nutrition. But if you're tuning in, let me know where are you tuning in from, number one. And number two, if fixing your nutrition sounds like a good idea today, I was thinking about breaking down. um, There's 60 hidden names for sugar. Kind of shocking. I'm going to break some of those down because it's just in so many things. And we all know it's bad for us. Cellular congestion. I want to teach on a topic that I think a lot of people are missing. And so I'm going to come to you with that. And then uh, I was thinking about going to the route of to GMO or not GMO. Let me know if those topics sound good to you. Also, where are you tuning in from? Let us know where you are catching this. Um, if you're uh, able to get it live with us, watching it at a later time, uh, let us know where you're tuning in from. And I'm going to start taking some questions, but I'm going to jump in, kind of do some small segments to break this down and just come to you to see if this helps you out and drop some knowledge on you. Um, I've got some team in the room. Are we good? How are we doing sound-wise and everything? I'll just make sure we're all set because I'm going YouTube and Facebook kind of at the same time. So I want to make sure everyone was hearing it uh, in that regard. And um, you should share this in the um, in the group as well. Put it over there if you're in the group to join us from there. But let us know where you're tuning in from. Davenport, Iowa. I love it. Uh, I am originally from Decorah, Iowa. So that's so cool, Joe. Uh, and I have an Iowan in the house. So you got a special place in my heart. Uh Living in heaven is what we would call it. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. So let us know where you're tuning in from. Phoenix, hello, Jamie. Good to see you. And uh, let me know if that topic sounds good for you as far as we're going to cover the hidden sources of sugar. We're going to break down um, cellular congestion. If you don't know what that is, you need to, as well as um, to GMO or not GMO. Give me a thumbs up if you're like, yeah, that sounds good. And then I'll just jump into uh, this first topic. If you've got questions as we go, I'll be able to get some of those answered, leave some time for Q&A uh, as well, just wherever this takes us. Does that sound good? Uh, I thought I'd just go straight out of the new book. It is Make Food Simple. Looks killer. The team did an amazing job. Uh, just got this in my hands. It even feels amazing. It's got this really smooth, crazy finish on it. Uh, but Make Food Simple is a new uh, nutrition book that's out. Um, in the front of it, what I did is I broke down 100 pages of just really making nutrition simple for you. So I want to teach straight from it to give you some nuggets. And in the back, my wife and team did an incredible job putting together 100 recipes that are Dr. Living Good family approved. We also threw in a kid's menu and a couple of uh, food lists for you as well. But anyway, with that, um, I thought I would come to you. Uh, a lot of people are getting this in their hands. Really cool resource for you. But I wanted to teach straight from it. Is that cool? Uh, love it. Yes. Raising your hand, of course, uh, that we need to improve these areas. But let me dive into it. I wanted to go to uh, chapter one is where is that. I had a really cool picture in here of like what sugar does to your cells, which we're going to talk about cellular congestion in just a little bit. But I first wanted to touch on the hidden sources of sugar because a lot of people don't believe that they eat sugar. But there's this giant list inside the book that breaks down where all these sugar sources are coming from. Let me give you a couple of the general rules and I'll even read some of them for you. But there is literally 60 hidden names of sugar, 60, six, zero, 
Um, and some of them are pertaining to anything as ending in OSE. So I'll have a lot of people that won't know they're eating a lot of sugar. And why this is such a problem is because it's, of course, leading to extra weight gain, diabetes, a lot of these metabolic conditions. Most of us are addicted to it. It's more addictive than uh, many drugs like cocaine because of its dopamine response in our head that causes us to eat more. It's creating obesity. It's very hard on the kidneys. we got to pay attention to it. But anything ending in OSE, which would be glucose, fructose, lactose, these are all turning into sugars. So this is one reason why I switched my protein powder from a whey protein, which is more lactose-based, to more of a collagen protein. One, because collagen decreases over time, but two, um, the lactose extra sugar was spiking insulin levels. Um, let me go through a couple more. Agave is on the list. Uh, brown sugar, cane syrup, anything with syrup is going to be huge. There's lots of different syrup references on here. Uh, let me see some other trends. OSE, another one is dextrose. That's a huge one that's listed in the book. Uh, any sort of fruit juice, any kind of fruit is going to turn into sugar. So if you are trying to get the weight off, if you're kind of to control sugar levels, which we all should be attempting to do, um, we've got to limit the amount of fruit. And the, the ones that I like to focus on are the lower glycemic fruits, which are going to be berries, Granny Smith apples, GSA. I don't think I've ever abbreviated that before. GSAs, and um, you got like lemon, lime, uh, grapefruits. Grapefruit would be good. Sorry, I'm using a bunch of abbreviations. It's just my doc. This is live, live with Dr. Living Good. So that's what you get. Uh, Granny Smith apples, lemon, limes, grapefruits, berries. Those are all going to keep that sugar content down. Maltodextrin. Maltodextrin, that's another huge one. Maltodextrin is hidden in a lot of supplements and it is slid into a lot of artificial or natural sweeteners like stevia oftentimes will contain maltodextrin or dextrose. So if you have stevia and you're using a sugar alternative, be really concerned with looking for any other type of ingredients that are hidden in there. So hello, Anna, good to see you. Uh, glad you're on. And let's see. The, yeah, honey would even be included in that. Now, these are some natural remedies that we use in the cookbook for recipes that are you're allowed to have when you're kind of done with your anti-sugar, your sugar kick. But um, these are some of the ones you want to watch out for. 60 different names are all listed on here, but kind of concept number one of really kicking the bad nutrition, we got to get sugar under control. And in order to do that, you really have to understand what it is, all right? So that's kind of the first section I want to teach on. Uh, coming up next, I wanted to touch on cellular congestion. But if you have some questions as we go, um, definitely we can um, we can go through and get some of those answered, and I'll be uh, kind of going back and forth with it. Hello there, Randy and Sandy. So good to have you guys. Switch the camera. Which one? It's backwards. Which one? Uh, Facebook. Facebook one? Yep. Oh, here. Do you want me to turn it around? Why, can I have you fix that? Yeah. Um, they're going to flip that camera around for those of you watching on Facebook. Yeah, let me take a question while we're doing that. Yeah, so plant-based protein is what I use um, for our gut reset protocol from a perspective of inflammation and flushing out the liver. So we use a plant-based one, pea protein, some of those. Yeah, you just have to swing the camera around. Uh, which stinks because then I can't see it. Yeah. Is it reverse writing-wise? Yeah. It's oh, okay. This is Dr. Living It Live. So I just threw my phone up and was going live to you guys. Um, but maybe I can pull you up on my computer. So plant-based is fine. You want to watch out for any sort of um, issues with uh, sugars that are going to be hidden in those type of things. Um, so let's watch out for that at the same time. And I'm going to pull you up so I can see all of your other questions here. I think that will help me out um, to be able to take a peek. Here we go. 
Oh yeah, you're seeing me spin everything. Um, hey Anna, if I'll tell you this because I know you. If you have a burning question, um, cut the cut that out of there, will you? Um, if you have a burning question, uh, drop your phone number. We'll do live Q and A in a little bit. How's that sound? Because uh, I tried calling one time, but you were busy. We're gonna set that up, and I never got back to that phone call with you uh, for it. So. Um, which way are you going this way? Yep. Is it good? Yep. Okay. That's better. Great. You can see it now. Oh, there you can't read backwards, Janice. So OSE, right? Glucose, fructose, dextrose. You got syrups. You got your fruits. This is berries, Granny Smith apples, lemon, limes, grapefruits. Those are okay. Lower sugars, maltodextrin, honey, 60 different names for sugar that are hidden in there, all listed out in the book. Um, but I thought I wanted to cover that first. As we go through it, uh, Wendy, hopefully that helped a little bit with plant-based protein. It's a good idea. Just watch the sugar content that's in it. You want to be looking at those carbs and sugars. Um, I don't read the nutrition label too much, but I will check the carb count or the sugar count uh, on things. So Anna, just if you're if you're okay sharing it, drop the phone number in there if you're cool with that, or you can private. Um, I don't know if a private message because I don't have that open. But if you're okay with sharing it, I can delete it after we're done. And I'll just boop, pick up the phone and give you a call um, if that's cool. And then you can have a burning question ready and we'll just do it like live. It'll be like a radio call-in show. That'll be kind of cool. Oh, Jessica Living Goods in the house. She's got her new book that she's doing for you all. So that's pretty cool uh, that we're going through. Let's keep teaching out of it. So section one, cut the sugars down. Cool? Are we good there? I can answer more questions in a little bit, but we're starting with that. Um, we throw me some water on that bad boy right there. Thanks. I'll get this erased better. Section two, I wanted to talk about a concept called cellular congestion, cellular congestion. Okay. So cellular congestion is really, really big problem. And this has to do with fats. So I break this down a lot in the book, in the make food simple cookbook, uh, and nutrition book. And it's, uh, it's in chapter four. Let me go to it. And it's really talking about good fats versus bad fats. And this concept of cellular congestion, I'm really big on it right now, but I thought I could draw it out for you. And I think that will help kind of make some more sense uh, with it. And so let me here, let me divide this out and I'm going to move this here. Give me one second. And then I'm going to show you can see the whiteboard behind you. Yeah, there we are. What's up, YouTube? Good to see you guys. Uh, freezing there today, Joe. Where, Joe, where are you at? Like, uh, oh, yeah, Davenport. That's right. It's freezing. And that's kind of the southern part of Iowa that is super cold. Uh, that's crazy. So, okay. And let's see. Okay. So cellular congestion. All right. Here's what happens. Is the cells, um, if you have healthy cells, you're a healthy human being. All right. That's how it works. So if we have healthy cells, we're healthy human beings. If the cells start to get congested, that's where it becomes a problem. What congests your cells? What doesn't allow the cells to have nutrients going in? And what stops the toxins from getting out? That's what we want to know. So with that, the um, what happens is there's a cellular layer around it. And this is fat. So fat is all around the cell. Okay. And you have to have fat. So a lot of people think fat is bad, but fat's actually really good for you because you need it to make every cell in your body. How crazy is that? So we have a whole section in the book about good fat versus bad fat. And if you have good fats, um, these are real ones made by God, coconut oils and raw nuts and seeds. Um, all of these uh, go into the body, avocado, healthy, clean meats, which we break down. These are going to create this healthy fat layer. So then you have a good fat layer around the cell. So the cell stays decongested. 
What we get a lot of are bad fats. These are oils, vegetable oils, um, partially hydrogenated oils. Um, I actually break down just a whole list in the book of what is a good fat, what is a bad fat, of different ones you want to be looking out for. And so these bad fats start building up inside the system. So we eat too many soybean oils, vegetable oils, safflower oils. They're in every bread, grain, cracker, tortilla shell, chip that we consume. And that doesn't seem like the obvious choice that fats like that, these congested fats, would be in like a cracker. But this is where we're getting a lot of them. And what these are, instead of having just this nice smooth layer of fat around here, they, they just get super congested. So the cell doesn't have these openings and it just gets real congested. So these fats just kind of block the cell. So where nutrients are going in on this cell they, they, and the toxins are coming out, what happens here is that the nutrients just simply can't get in. They just rebound off. And then the toxins can't get out that way. They get rebounded off. So this is cellular congestion and it's driven by good and fat, bad fat. So I teach a lot on cutting the sugars, the hidden sources of sugars that we just touched on, but you have to pay a real big attention to the fats. And I think this is probably where a lot of you are still getting in a lot of trouble. If you have made some changes, gone lower carbohydrates, um, cleaned up infl inflammation um, in the body you're attempting to, you've got to pay attention to the fats. That right there is one of the main sources of inflammation. It also drives a lot of forms of cancer. It's pretty obvious because literally the nutrients can't get in and the toxins can't get out when a cell is in that manner. And you do it by getting the healthy fats. So if you want healthy cells, you got to have healthy fats um, to allow the nutrients to do what they're supposed to do. That's cellular decongestion. So we're breaking down three parts here today. I thought I would teach straight from the new Make Food Simple cookbook. Um, number one, we went through the hidden sources of sugar. Um, I hope you're liking this. And then number two, just going through cellular congestion. That's why fats are so important to kind of drive that point home. I thought I would go and jump to um, the other chapter in the book that has like probably the most stuff in it, which is chapter five. And it breaks down the toxic top 10 foods and food categories for you. So I wanted to jump over to that if that's cool for you um, and, and break it down. So Kanique, hello, welcome. Cool. And yeah, and I get that question ready. I'm going to teach one more kind of mini section here and then I can jump over uh, and say hi. Uh, not literally freezing, but very chilly, Joe. That's cool. We're, we're just talking about Iowa weather. That's all you do in Iowa is you just talk about the weather until it gets warm out again, which doesn't happen until like the 4th of July. So it's, it's it, yeah, I grew up there. I know, I know what you're feeling, Joe. I know what you're feeling. So, um, but from the book, I wanted to go, uh, one, we were teaching on chapter three, which is cutting the sugar. Two, we got to crank up good, healthy fat. But then I broke down the toxic top 10 in here. And number seven no, number eight is what I want to teach on. Seven, I want to teach on maybe next week. Maybe I'll go live again. Maybe it's like a live Tuesday thing. But number eight is genetically modified foods. And so this is a really hot topic. It's kind of a controversial topic where we're wondering, should we care if our foods are genetically modified? And for me, it's a really simple answer. I don't have to wait around for the studies uh, that'll come out 30 years from now that says that was probably a bad idea, kind of like with smoking. Um, I, I just know that if you alter the DNA man alter the DNA of a food, and then you eat that food, what is it eventually going to do to you? Because you are made up of what you eat. And you're also made up of what you eat ate, or what, what was done to the food that you eat. And so if you genetically modify the foods, and then you put it in your body, your body's going to be made up of that. And that's going to take its toll over time on your DNA, which is so big for um, inflammation, and so big for anti-aging, and things of that nature. So how do you know 
if your food is genetically modified or not and how do you reduce that? And there's this hidden little trick that's on the um, actual food labels themselves. Would you like to know what it is? It's the food numbering system. And so what you, when you go and look at a food, in, in the book, I have this little chart that shows you, but I'll, I'll draw it up here. The grocery stores actually use a coding system to mark when a food is genetically modified. And so if it's conventional, okay, if it's a conventional food, it's going to have a four-digit code. Do you know what I'm talking about? This little uh, label on the food, that little sticker that they put on, that's kind of annoying. You have to peel it off or cut it off, right? So if it's a four-digit code and it starts with a three or a four, so if it starts with the number three or the number four, that's going to be a conventionally grown food. Isn't that amazing? And then if it's organic, okay, if it's organic, then it's going to be a five-digit code, and it's going to start with the number nine. Like the grocery store did all this for you. Just never taught this. And then if it's GMO, regardless if it's organic or not, right? Because it could be it could be conventional genetically modified. It could still be organic genetically modified, I guess, in some cases. But you could look at that. It has to be a five-digit code as well, similar to organic. But these are going to start with an eight. Okay. So what you're wanting to kind of avoid, uh, you know, for sure is anything that's a five-digit code starting in an eight. And then what you want to be selective on are the four-digit codes that start with three and four. Okay. So we look at, okay, is it five? Is it a five-digit code? Yes. Does it start with nine? Yes. You're good. Is it a five-digit code? Yes. Does it start with eight? Ooh, stay away from that. That's genetically modified. We want to try to eliminate that. Conventional, we have the clean 15 dirty dozen list, which I also put in the book here for you. And it breaks down the 15 foods that you can get um, non-organic. You can get them conventional and not have to worry about the pesticide content. But there's uh, 12 dozen, dirty dozen foods that you really want to pay attention to that don't have um, all the, that absorb a lot of pesticides. You don't want those conventional. You want those foods to have the five-digit code. Is that making sense? Is it helpful for you? Where you just literally look at the sticker and you're looking for five digits and you're looking for the number nine. That would be the optimal best food. But there are some foods you can get away with doing conventional where it's a four-digit code. And the ones you really want to always avoid as much as possible are those genetically modified ones, which are five digits starting with eight. It's all broken down in the book here. Um, just things like that that we're teaching, breaking down like two books in one, the nutritional side of things. And then the, all the recipes in the back of it, as well as an anti-inflammatory food list a low carbohydrate food list. If you walked into our pantry today, like right now, what would you see in our household? Uh, we break that down. And then like, what do we feed our kids? Like it's literally a food food list. And so we put a ton of effort into it just to make this whole process of breaking the bad habits that a lot of us have because of nutrition to really break it down. So um, point number three there just being the genetically modified foods, genetically modified foods. Uh, GMOs, and then also previously in the video, cellular congestion, which is a huge, huge problem, especially with inflammation, and then the hidden sources of sugar. So there's my little teaching of three spots today. I'm just going to open it up. Fire away questions. I'm happy to ask them. I got uh, YouTube and Facebook pulled up. Uh, thanks for hanging with me. I'm not necessarily the tech guy, but I kind of just pulled both streams up because I'm like, oh, I'll just talk to both audiences at the same time. I'm literally right here on my computer, um, right here at DLG headquarters, uh, just coming to you. And then I think I'm going to try to uh, snag a phone call as well. If my team will throw me their phone, um, Anna, I can get you on the line uh, as well. 
And um, I can actually have Devin, who's uh, next to me here helping out, give you a call. And then I will, uh, Anna, if you know your question, I'll have him call you and just he'll be, uh, he'll step out here and get you on the line and make sure you're all good. And then we'll just, I'm going to answer it live. So I have no idea what your question's going to be, but I'm like, that'll be pretty cool, but like a, like a, a phone in one. So that's coming. Casey, good morning. Hello there. And let's see. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Janice, love the feedback on it. Yes, Janice was gracious enough to like edit Dr. Living Good writing uh, throughout the book. So she's like, give me that thing. And she shredded through it, made all these mistakes and marks. And like, here's this supposed to be a comma. Yeah, go ahead. And um, it went through it. So thank you so much, Janice. You get some props there uh, live. You deserve it. So uh, awesome. Okay, let's see. Other questions, how we can ask. Hello there, Kanique. Wendy, I hope I answered everything for you there. Okay, perfect. So, uh, Jamie, you're asking about GMOs. What if the label says non-GMO? Then you should be good. From as far as I can tell, the genetically modified, you, you cannot put that on there if it is genetically modified. So you should be okay. Corn and soybeans almost always are genetically modified. So you really got to watch out for those. Those are the most genetically modified foods on the planet. Um, and so my apples and pears are four digits, starting with threes and fours. Those are conventional, Joe. So you're going to be okay with those. Um, you would want to look at the clean 15 dirty dozen list. Okay. Clean 15 dirty dozen. Um, I can post that up when I get done here. You can search it on our website and it's literally a list that will tell you if the food is on the dirty dozen list, you want to make sure you get it organic, not conventional. If it's on the clean 15 list, then you want to get it um, then you can get it conventional. It's not going to matter. Okay. So um, it just depends on each fruit and food that you can look at that. So you're welcome, Joe. Absolutely. Uh, good there. Talking to her. Okay. Anna's on the phone. That's cool. And what else? Other questions? Uh, it's free range, uh, uh, free reign right here. You can just fire away and I will answer as many as, them, as, many of them as I can. And is she live? Yeah. She's on? Oh, hand me Anna. Here, is she a speaker? Yeah. Anna! You're live with Dr. Livingood. It's so good to hear your voice and talk to you. You've had some crazy results up to this point, yes? Yes. Amazing. How much weight have you lost? Um, 22 pounds. 22 pounds she's lost, and it's been, what, two months? Um, a little bit over two months, but yeah. Love it. And you avoided a surgery as well. I know, I know. So cancel the surgery and you're already like doing yard work and using it. And it's so cool. Yes. But I'll spare the testimonial here, even though it's amazing and deserves to be celebrated. Fire away your question. Let's get you answered live here. Okay, so one of the surgeries I had was a gallbladder surgery. So yes. I do not have a gallbladder. Okay. So is So she's asking about, I'm going to repeat the questions to make sure those that are watching can hear it. She does not have a gallbladder. What do you do? You still have to eat fats because we talked about cellular congestion. How do you actually handle the, um, the fats? So Janice, hopefully I'm just kind of repeating her question of what she was saying. How do you handle the fats um, in, when you don't have a gallbladder to break them down? Now, if you're looking at fats like coconut oil, you actually don't need bile to break that down. Interesting fact. Um, so you can focus on those clean fats like that. And then for the ones that do need bile uh, to break down, I actually use uh, a couple of supplements. If there's one that I use that helps with the liver and the gallbladder and it uses ox bile to help break things down. So that can supplement. And then you're, are you taking the greens as well? The greens. 
Okay, the greens have enzymes in it, and one of the enzymes is lipase, and lipase is going to break down fats. And so I just make sure that I have the good enzymes in, and normally you stay pretty clear. And you, of course, don't want to overdo a bunch of fats that do require bile. And I could help you with that. You could message me, and we could I could just send you like what fats. Yeah, because I've noticed like now that I don't have a gallbladder, if I feel like a combination of maybe high fats, even eggs, oddly, like yes. if I get too much, I'm going to the bathroom. Yep. So, like, flushing straight through you. Mm -hmm. So you, I, and I can ping that one to you too, or I'll Madeline. Um, it's a liver gallbladder supplement and you might not even have to take it all the time. Just when you know you're going to kind of have some of those meals or kind of having uh, a little bit of flare up, but having that in the wellness cabinet, you want to build a wellness cabinet. It's huge for just these remedies of things that you're using. But if you're using the greens on a daily basis, you should be getting some of those enzymes that are going to aid, um, since you don't have one. Helpful. Keep up the good work. Thanks for jumping on live with us. I love it. <laughs> Here's Madeline back, okay? Awesome. Other questions, guys? Uh, yes, I know you couldn't hear it that great, but uh, let's see. Other one. Sorry, non -gymo. I know this sounds bad, but we found food in cans that say no salt added in uh, non-GMO, but one of them are corn. Is that still okay? Yeah, so if it says it on the label, Jamie, that says corn, I just proceed with a lot of caution. Soybean, I proceed with a lot of caution because if, if this, they're so genetically modified because of what Monsanto has done to our foods, they're changing the genetically modified foods. They're modifying the fruit or the vegetable so that when you spray it with pesticides, it doesn't kill the fruit, but it kills the bugs. Do you see what they're doing? That's the whole point of why this has all changed. And the most produced products that we can produce oils and fuels and all of that are corn. Joe, you know all about this in Iowa and soy. Uh, so that's why they're so genetically modified. But if on the container. It says if we're going to buy corn or we're going to get popcorn or something, which we don't have very often because it's a lot of sugar, uh, then we look for the non-GMO versions. Some people do need to take some soy products because it helps hormones. Um, there is some fermented soy that's really good for certain gut conditions and vitamin K2 uh, in that regard. But the for the most part, you want to try to stay away from those two. Corn just isn't that great for your brain either, so another option. Yes, Joe says know all about corn. That's like all there is going on in Iowa. So there's corn everywhere. It's great. No, I love that place. I was just there actually just recently, Joe. So uh, came up because I still have family all over the state. Any other questions, guys? Going live today. Was this helpful? Did you like this, this format? What would you like to see? Let me know in the comments. Um, I'm listening. I just want to be helpful to come to it. Uh, that's why we're creating resources like this. Make food simple. Jessica, you're amazing. My beautiful wife uh, put so much effort into this. And then Morgan, uh, actually my clinic director is, has a degree in graphics design and she did all the graphics looks incredible. Um, if you need a copy, I can put the, um, the link in the post, uh, down below to snag one. Lots of people are getting them right now. And I think it's a really, really good resource that's going to make things a lot easier for you in this nutrition department. But you got your sugar sources that we covered. You can review this video. Um, if cellular congestion, you've got to start paying attention to good and bad fats, as well as um, the genetically modified products. I think it's a big topic we're not talking about either. So, uh, Tanya, just seeing this, don't worry. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take any away. We're going to leave it up so you have a chance to review these. And if you guys like this and it's helpful, and there's topics you want me to teach on, um, I will come live. I'll just 
take a break from you know the the grind here of helping as many people as we possibly can on a, on a local level and online and i'll just come live again we'll start answering questions and help us so it would be great we'd love to see a live once a week cool jamie uh good hashtag goals that i'll uh, that i'll shoot for i think i can swing that if you guys are getting a lot of value from it um put it in the group put it on youtube put it on facebook and you guys can get a notification um that's why it pays to subscribe to the youtube channel and the facebook page liking it because you get notified when i do go live almost um, a new content. And then if we start getting in the rhythm, I'll let you know ahead of time um, to be able to let you know when we will be going live too. Cause then you can be like Anna and drop your phone number and I'll give you a call while we're live together. Thanks for being a guinea pig there. Uh, yeah. Getting that cookbook. We'll post it up. Um, Devin, if you could post up that link for the, um, the cookbook, that would be awesome. If you could also drop the link for the clean 15 dirty dozen, I can get that list for you as well. And, um, I believe Anna Madeline should have gotten you the liver gallbladder uh, supplement. If you did not have that, that's in our store. We could drop that link to you too. Just let us know. Uh, any suggestions for minimizing your carrying atrial fib? Yeah, uh, Christopher, there's, there's a lot of levels with this. Um, I would highly, highly, highly encourage if you've not taken the challenge yet, you do that first. It cleans up a lot of underlying issues with inflammation, which is hurting the AFib. Um, electrolyte balance, I talk a lot about in the book, and we talk about that through the heart course as well and in the challenge um, we got to get that balance right of potassium and sodium which is affecting um your you know the the electro uh, electric impulses going on in the heart um so that's a huge area my dad actually had problems with this um but if you've not done the challenge it's a very easy very simple straightforward start um, a lot of people on here that are commenting have been through it um to not only get some weight off but really clean up a lot of the baselines that are causing these type of problems in the first place and then what we do is once i put you through the challenge it's a three-week process. You get a lot of the food and exercise and things like that cleaned up, detox system. Then I do consults where we can really dig deeper and specialize a lot of these problems. Um, that's that's what I would suggest for it. So um, you can find that and get information. If you need help finding it, um, just uh, just ping us there, Christopher. Happy to help. Tanya, awesome. Absolutely. Christopher, you're very welcome. Absolutely. Hopefully found it valuable. If there's other topics you guys really want to know about, let me know, and I keep teaching on them. And let's see if – the PM use, some of my numbers from the blood panel, especially cholesterol. Can you help me figure that out? Yeah, Joe. Um, so we have a, a link. I can even have uh, Devin here or Madeline, if she's still on, send you. I just have like a like a little application uh, form. And then you can actually get on a phone call. Madeline handles, because uh, I take care of patients like all over the country. Um, I have people here right now from California, um, Virginia, and Idaho, literally in the house, like, at the moment, we speak, I'm in North Carolina. So some people travel in, some people we just do some stuff over the phone where we can figure something out quick for them. I was on the phone with someone from Nebraska yesterday, just needing some quick solutions uh, with things. But you can actually do a um, like a consultation and, we, and then you, Madeline will kind of work through and if there's something simple we can help you with or she'll get blood work and stuff over to me and I'll be happy to take a look for you. Uh, so hopefully that helps you out. They can drop you that link, Joe. Be happy to help a fellow Iowan out. So um, if I'm helping someone from Nebraska, Joe, I got to be able to help someone from Iowa. Other questions? I'll just make sure I didn't get uh, miss anything else there. And there's the links. You're welcome. You're welcome. Seeing the lives. Awesome. So good that we were on today. Um, if that was helpful, hit that little share button at the bottom. Um, if you're on Facebook or on YouTube, you can um, subscribe to the channel. I'll let you know every time we're going live and putting this stuff out for you. Um, but it always means the most, like if it did something for you, the ultimate measure of am I doing my job is if it got you compelled enough to give it to someone else because there's someone right now in your world that's begging, pleading, praying, crying for some level of health solution. The most common thing I hear people talk about is a health problem. 
we're constantly complaining about something that's ailing us or ailing a family member. And you just never know by one little share or one little message how you could give this message to someone else and it could impact their life. Um, you may not even never even know it. Um, that would mean the most. And I'll keep delivering content for you, answering questions and helping you in your journey along experiencing real health. So, all right, guys, God bless you. Um, I'm here for you and we'll be back soon for another live. We'll do this again. I had fun. Thanks for joining me. So, all right, I'm going to shut these down and we will be back again soon. All right. Bye YouTube. See you later. Facebook. I'm going to spin your. Hey, it's Dr. Livinga here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.